Hi guys, welcome back to the Bearing Fruit Podcast. I'm so happy that you are here. Thank you for joining me, everybody. Welcome to another week of um, Bearing Fruit. I'm so thankful for each and every single one of you. You guys, we have reached over 500 downloads of the Bearing Fruit Podcast, which is what an incredible milestone um, for someone who, you know, only started less than a year ago and for just it all to be a very small hobby um, and interest that I started doing for myself and then to get you know listeners around the world basically um, to to hear what God has to say is so incredible and um, very like it's it's very exciting but also it makes me feel I feel like I guess I feel like I have the Holy Spirit in me like it's very oh I don't I don't know what the word is for it but it 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 makes me like have goosebumps basically just thinking about it um so I'm so thankful that each and every single one of you um if even if you've just listened to one episode in the past or um if this has been your weekly routine tuning into the bearing fruit podcast thank you so so much because i mean numbers don't mean anything it, it really doesn't mean as much as it should or it would but um it's just incredible to see how many people are interested and um yeah it's only just the beginning i'm so excited for the future and where the lord takes me on this podcast journey but for now um i love you guys and yeah i'm I'm very emotional just thinking about it so we'll get straight on into the topic if you don't know me um and this is the first time you're listening to an episode of me of mine me of mine um I get very emotional very quickly. So the moment I start talking, I need to switch it up a little bit because, um, yeah, I don't want to have to cry on the podcast. But thank you so much for joining me today. Um, Today we're going to be talking about, I guess, a very interesting topic. Um, Maybe one I've avoided for a long time. I don't know. Is that fair to say? Or maybe one that you guys avoid in your daily lives. I I don't know, I don't want to make any assumptions, but just one that um, we tend to avoid like in conversations Um, and probably a topic that you don't really want to hear because we will be specifically talking about blessing our enemies. Now, we have, I guess, everybody who's listening to this has at some point in their life have been done wrong by at least one person in this world, right? That's not just a um, ignorant assumption. I'm, I'm guessing this is true for everybody. There's at least one person that has really done you wrong or that you consider an enemy or that you consider as someone that you don't even want to think about, okay? I feel like we all have that one person or more than one person or just people in our lives like that maybe a co-worker or a family member or a friend or just someone you know that they've treated you just unjustly or very terribly right so let me ask you what 
in that instance, what has been your response to that injustice or that um, unjust behavior or that person mistreating you? What has been, how have you reacted and responded to that? You know, I know for me, it's really easy to hold a grudge um, and play tit for tat. Like if they ignore me, I'll ignore them. If they speak to me rudely, well, you guessed it, I'll be rude back. Like that used to be me. And that's how basically I was like, you know, if they're going to treat me wrong, why should I treat them right? Or why should I, in this instance, bless them? You know, that makes no sense at all. And the last thing on my mind would be to, yeah, bless them. Like I'll pass. Thank you. And I'm sure this goes for everybody. You know, this is not an innate response is it's not to bless them. It's not to be like, I love you for, for doing me wrong. You know, it's just not something as human beings we're hardwired to do, unfortunately. Um, but only recently have I been able to do the latter, which is bless them. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with um, this story and I'm assuming um, international listeners probably don't know this story because this was a um, national story of um, an Australian mum and dad who lost three of their children um, in a accident or basically a drunk driver hit three of their children while they were crossing the road or just I think walking basically and um, like those parents like I can't even imagine the immense pain let alone the pain of a parent to lose not just one child, but three, like three children in such a horrific way. Um, but I'll never to this day forget the bravery of these parents. And I guess a lot of it of my, of how I treat others now has to do with their act of kindness, which was that mum went on national television and said, I forgive the man who killed my three children. Like, what? Like, you forgive someone that just killed three of your children? Like, that was my reaction. I was like, uh, yeah, I could not do that. Um, good on you for doing that, but yeah, that's not for me. But it just got me thinking, like, well, why not? Why can't I be forgiving? You know, why can't I do that? What's my excuse? Am I more important? You know, would my future children be more important in that case? Like, is my pride too big to forgive someone? Would my hurt be more significant than this mum's hurt? Like, I, why can't I, why wouldn't I be able to forgive this man if that was me in that instance? Like, I just would justify it, I guess, by not forgiving. Like, he killed three of, say, in this instance, my children. Why on earth would would you want me to bless this man? Which is, you know, forgiveness can be a blessing. But why on earth would you want me to forgive a man who killed three children? Like, it just doesn't register with me. But then, yeah, I was thinking, well, why can't I? You know? And why is it that I won't be able to bless my enemy but she can, like, we both are human beings, we both walk the same life, in this instance, she's had 
three human beings taken away from her. Whereas, you know, the hurt that I've experienced is just hurt to my pride in some instances. Like, I'm not going to justify pain, emotional pain. Emotional pain is emotional pain and it is valid for everybody. Um, Just even if you have your kids killed or not, pain is pain. And I'm not justifying that, but I'm just saying a mother who has lost three children is able to forgive this man and I'm not able to forgive someone that spoke to me rudely you know where the math ain't mathing up you know you know what I'm trying to say like why is it easy for her to or why is it okay that she can but I can't and I think when I started thinking about that I just you know realized well I know exactly why she can and that's because she, that woman, those parents knew Jesus. She, the mom, knew the Lord. And there was no doubt in her mind that the Lord asked her to forgive that man. Instead of cursing that man on national television, which she could have done. Like her children just died in the hands of an idiotic man who chose to drink and drive. Like she could have cursed him and that would have been justified but she chose to bless him by forgiving him. And you see, if we bless those who hurt us, God will take full responsibility, you guys. And I have experienced this firsthand. He will take full responsibility for whatever punishment should be administered for said person, for our enemies, let's say in this instance. It is our responsibility to overcome evil with good if we were all to treat others horribly just as they treat us horribly it would just be a miserable world and I feel like we are closer to becoming a miserable world because of all the hate that's just going on you hate me fine I'll hate you back you you know destroy my life then fine let me destroy yours and it's just a toxic cycle that doesn't end like where is the goodness in everything is it just all justified Like, our world is getting more corrupt and evil and miserable because of the hate. Like, hate between countries, hate between governments, hate between people, neighbors. Like, there is more hate than ever. And it's, you know, in the Bible, it says, the Lord Lord says, do not overcome evil with evil, but overcome evil with good. That's literally in the Bible. And, you know, when we hold a grudge or when we have a revengeful heart, who do you think is the most miserable person here? Just take a wild guess. The enemy who has done their wrong, the the enemy as in like your enemy, the person who has done their wrong has just gone on with their life. You know, he, he or she, they're just enjoying life. They've done you wrong. They've treated you rudely and that's it. They go on with their lives. But you, on the other hand, you hold a grudge and you are not letting go of that pain by holding that vengeance in your heart. So who in this instance is the most miserable person? By not forgiving our enemies, which is a blessing, by the way, we don't get 
to live on and get on with our lives because we are so miserable just pondering on the hurt that someone else has brought upon us. Because by forgiving our enemies, we, if we are to bless them and forgive them, we win in that situation because we are able to move on from our pain. And wouldn't you love to instead have freedom from an emotion from an emotional and a vengeful heart like does that sound at all pleasing or i don't know does that does that sound fun to you to be walking around with a miserable heart because somebody else has done you wrong blessing your enemies can i say does more for you than your enemies because you feel a sense of peace and the sense of tranquility and joy. And when you bless your enemies, you're not, you're not asking the Lord to bless them with a new car or a new house. Okay. When I say bless them, that's not what I mean. And that's not what the Lord means. He's not going to be blessing your enemies with a new job or a new house or a new car for them doing you wrong. And because you are praying and because you are blessing them, that is not what that means. Blessing your enemies, okay? Blessing your enemies can involve the Lord opening their eyes to the wrong they did to you. That is blessing your enemies. Like the Lord says, vengeance is mine. And I've done a whole other episode, a podcast episode on this. So if you want to have a listen to the things that the Lord takes care of, you can go and listen to that that episode um that was a pretty old episode so might be further down in the podcast episode list but if you want to listen to that and hear what the lord is doing then go ahead you can have a listen but when i say our part is to forgive them our part is to bless them we are not to avenge ourselves okay hebrews chapter 10 verses 30 says for we know him who said it is mine to avenge I repay and again the Lord will judge his people and it is a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of a living God so don't lose yourself just because someone did you wrong okay you are taking every good thing out of your heart for someone else who did you wrong how is that fair first of all how does that make sense second of all and you like who wins in this situation it's not you by holding a grudge Uh uh-uh it's not you it's that person because now you're miserable now you're hurt it's exactly what that person wanted you to do and feel and you're not winning and how that those parents forgave the man that killed three of their children that man was so like upset not because he killed like i'm pretty sure he had no remorse initially but when that when those parents forgave him he was sobbing and he was so emotionally wrecked because he realized the pain that he had caused so by blessing our enemies we open their eyes we let the lord open their eyes to the hurt that they have done us and the lord takes care of their punishment not us okay by holding a grudge that doesn't mean the lord's going to still take care of their punishment punishment if you want the lord to avenge then let him do that but you can't hold a grudge and let the lord avenge two and two don't go together 
if you were to avenge, it's going to be, can I say, a really poor, um, a poor way to avenge yourself. Let the Lord do it, okay? Because like I just read, it is a dreadful thing to fall on the hands of the living God. So you're then handing or you're, if you, you know, obviously if you let them control your lives by obviously holding a grudge, then you are letting them win in every single instance. And we know that through all this, we have a Lord Jesus who has experienced it all as well. Jesus is the perfect example of blessing your enemies. He never hurled or said one bad thing. He never hurled an insult back at anybody who in, who said who spoke so horribly of him. He never held a grudge. He never said anything rude or did anything, you know, rude or disrespectful to anybody. Like you may remember when Jesus died on the cross, he asked God to forgive the people who crucified them. That's like the biggest way to say pay someone back is you loving them and forgiving them makes them look like a fool. Okay? It makes them look like an absolute loser by loving them and forgiving them. And you don't have to worry because God takes care of the punishment. Like I said, you don't have to worry about, oh, well, they did me wrong. And how are they going to know that this is how I feel and that they hurt me? Like, I can't just be smiling. They need to know that they've hurt me. Like, God will take care of that. If you let the Lord take care of that, then it will be so clear, like clear as day to them, the hurt that they've done to you. And it will happen, okay? You need to trust the Lord and you need to do your part by forgiving them and blessing them. And trust me, forgiving someone who has done you so wrong is not easy. And it's it's probably the hardest thing as human beings is letting, swallowing our pride and letting our feelings not justify our actions. I think it's super hard as human beings. But it is so rewarding, you guys. I have had to pray for those people every day that have hurt me. And I ask the Lord every day to bless them, you know. And like I said, blessing them is forgiving them. Blessing them is loving them and allowing the Lord to open their eyes. And yeah, I've I just have I've had to ask the Lord to bless them. Where now I'm at a point that it's... I get, like, I hold a grudge for two seconds and I have to snap out of it. Like, the Holy Spirit just kind of shakes me. Like, girl, wake up. Like, what are you doing? This is this is not what we talked about, you know? It's not easy to do it with your own strength, but you need to ask the Lord to help you through it. And he will. Oh, my goodness, he will. Because he wants that for you. So he definitely will. And also, this makes me so, like, emotional, but imagine how happy the Lord would be just seeing his child forgiving someone that hurt hurt them so deeply you know and and you as a human being forgiving them like that's that's the work of a lord okay and i think it would make the lord so proud so if you believe that the lord will avenge you which he will you will never be put to shame remember every day we commit some form of sin i've said this before 
and I'll say it again, doesn't matter if it was a murder or if you spoke rudely to someone, sin is sin. Obviously, there's different levels and different extents to it, but sin is sin. And if God can forgive you every single day, might I add, every single day, time and time and time again, why can't we, imperfect people, not we're not gods, okay? We're imperfect human beings. Why can't we then forgive others? Forgive as the Lord forgave you. You guys, we have no excuse to act unjustly towards our enemies because we have Jesus as the perfect example. Clearly, our enemies don't know the Lord. So by blessing them, their eyes are opened to their wrongdoings. And if we can't forgive our enemies, how different are we from them? Like, how different? And what makes you think the Lord is going to forgive you? And I always, always, I don't know who told me this. I don't know if it was my grandma or my mom or I don't remember who, but I remember just being told that if you are to hold a grudge um, and when you go to pray, if you are to still continue to holding that grudge, the Lord's not going to answer your prayer. You have to forgive everybody. Even in the Lord's prayer, it says to forgive everyone. So you have to make sure, make it, make sure that you have nothing that can fault you and just wipe your heart just completely clean. Let other people be miserable. Let them, let them do their thing, but don't let their misery affect your lives. Like I said, vengeance is God's alone and we are to bless the enemies and pray for them and ask God to help them to see the evil of their ways and just ask the Lord to help them. They might be miserable people if they are upsetting you. So pray for them. Pray that they, you know, might find a happy and choose a happier life and that they may be able to repent. Like Jesus said that we must become perfect in love as our father's love is perfect. So let's make him proud you guys. Jesus faced an incredible opposition in his life. His enemies were basically, like I said, out to discredit him and harass him and kill him. Like, you know, it's it's horrible what Jesus went through. It's despicable. But he did not allow himself to let his enemies sidetrack him from his purpose. Because if Jesus was to hold a grudge in his heart, then we can't look at Jesus as a perfect Lord. But because he forgave them and loved them still, that what makes him per- that's what makes him perfect. So we're to not let toxicity corrupt our hearts and minds. We're to be as clean as possible and just be renewed by the Holy Spirit as like as much as you can every single day. And like I said, Jesus responded responded to his enemies with truth and healing and kindness and love and that is what the lord expects of us as well we are to respond in that exact same way because cursing your enemies shows your weakness but forgiving your enemies shows immense and incredible strength because jesus wants us in this battle with him so let's just continue to repent and 
let's just continue to represent everything he stands for because if we can't do it then who can how are we meant to raise future children and our future generations to love everybody and to live happy and peaceful lives if we are to continue living our miserable lives by holding grudges and vengeance and unforgiveness so let's represent him in everything that we do let's pray dear lord thank you that your mercies are new every morning we are so undeserving of your forgiveness yet you love us unconditionally we pray that you will provide us with immense strength to forgive those who hurt us help us to bless those who curse us we don't want to live miserable lives and if there is someone here who needs that strength to forgive, we pray that you will give it to them. We ask this all in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. Okay, thank you so much guys for joining me this week. I'm so thankful that you made it another week with me and super excited um, for the future for Bearing Fruit Podcast. This was a, I think, not a long episode. It was like a medium, medium length. I don't know. Do you guys like the... 25 minute mark for a podcast i don't know let me know um but also let me know what other topics that you'd like me to discuss and talk about if you have any questions um uh, we have a bearing fruit bearing fruit pod instagram page as well so make sure you give us a follow on there and um shoot me any of your questions or any conversations um i'm happy to respond to anybody so i love chatting on there i love posting on there it's like my passion project. I always say this, but I love it. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for following me along, um, on this crazy and wild journey. Um, make sure you are following the Bearing Fruit Pod, um, podcast as well as the Bearing Fruit Pod Instagram page. And I will talk to you guys next Monday. All right. Bye.